Hello, movie friends. Welcome to There Will Be Movie Reviews. I am your host, Ryan Holmes, and it has been a while since the last podcast. A couple weeks. I've been very busy, guys, so I know it's the summer. I shouldn't be doing too much, but I've been working a lot, and I've been doing all sorts of things, So, uh, but I managed to get this episode in, and from now on, I'll be able to get do an episode, uh, episode weekly, so don't worry about that, but today, uh, I'm with Nathan Daxon again. We had such a good episode uh, not too long ago about um, the two of the... Um, Safety Brothers film, Safety Brothers films, Uncut Gems, and Good Times. So I'm glad to have Nathan back on the podcast. It's such an honor to be back. <laughs> there was such yeah. an outcry for my return after the last podcast blew up. So. Yeah, it it did do very well. Like it, it did perform uh, yeah. very well. It did. It's a two yeah. popular films in the in the movie so, geek genre. So yeah, I like, thought I would please the fans and another one. Oh, totally yeah so i'm excited for today's episode because this is this film I, I know every time i'm on the pod every time the podcast starts i'm i'm excited to be talking about one of my favorite films of all time but this actually is probably my favorite movie of all time this is the number, number one, one movie it's probably my number one film and it's not like one of those emotional you know goodwill hunting like change your life movies it's just it's a movie where I can just sit, relax, and escape from the world around us and watch this film with some great stars. And that film is The Departed. Martin Scorsese, yeah. It is It's something else. I can't wait to talk about it because there's so many things to go over. And I, I made Nathan watch this film uh, for this podcast because he – and he has, you haven't seen it before, have you? Yes, these are my – initial thoughts on nice, this podcast yeah. i'd never seen it before yeah. this i'm surprised after watching it because it seems like it hits all the right things i look for when i'm picking a new movie to watch yeah. so yeah I'm surprised i made it this far without watching <laughs> this movie but yeah oh totally yeah but um yeah before we begin let's start off with the movie news so obviously yeah to begin with the movie news, Nathan, I, I assume you have, but uh, on the podcast, I think I already know what you're going to say. <laughs> Spider-Man No Way Home? Yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man yeah. No Way Home. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> the new Spider-Man No Way Home trailer has just been released. <laughs> the new trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home? <laughs> This is why Spider-Man No Way Home is going to be the greatest film of all time. Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire, and Did you Andrew watch Garfield. that guy react to the trailer? Yeah. He, literally, he was like this giant screaming hands. his pants. Oh my god, yes. I he was did. like silent. He was sitting in his chair like the whole, the whole time. He didn't say a word. Yeah, anyone who is uh, listening to this on audio, we're talking about uh, the TikTok, uh, known TikTok star, Soups. Uh <laughs> He's a funny guy, but he always just says the same thing over and over. He goes, this is why Spider-Man No Way Home is going to be the greatest film of all time. Love Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Shang-Chi is the Legend of the Ten Rings. You should get him on the podcast for the Spider-Man No Way Home episode. <laughs> yeah, for the next trailer that comes out, I'm going to have him react with me. In every. <laughs> oh, that's going to be funny. But yeah. 
it, it the, the new trailer came out. That was pretty crazy. It was. I'm excited. So am I. Yeah, that's pretty awesome that you see Doc Ock. That was mm-hmm. it. Was pretty cool seeing him. Some green uh, goblin balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we saw green goblins balls, and um, and I think we saw a glimpse of Electro and yeah. <clears throat> and Sandman in that trailer. And I'm trying to think of who else. I think it was just those. And I also oh also the lizard. So, but who knows? It's gonna be a, a great film. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I know it's not gonna. I'm not gonna be disappointed. It's got returning characters. Do you think Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield will be in it? I don't know if they'll be in it as big as people think, but I think they'll. I think they gotta at least make an appearance. You think they'll do like some CGI thing, like where they like make like a fake, mm. like you remember, in, like um, make them younger, or like yeah, they might. Well, I know they're doing that for uh, Alfred Molina, who's Doc Ock. They're yeah. they're de aging him. I could tell in the trailer. Yeah, but I know like, are they gonna do like some? Because they couldn't get like certain actors, like for Rogue One, how they just like created a different, oh. completely different thing. Like that, like if they can't get Toby Maguire, he might not be able to make it. So they just might. I think everyone that's played, as far as I know, everyone that's played Spider-Man has enjoyed playing Spider-Man. So I can't see why they yeah. wouldn't want to. True. Yeah, exactly. I saw some people saying that like Doctor Strange isn't actually Doctor Strange and it's some other character. But yeah, not, well, he acted I, different. I'm not what... familiar enough like with, I, I don't even remember the guy's name. I'm not familiar enough with that character to be able to to give my input on that yeah. on that theory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Uh, yeah, he did act strange, strange, mm. pun intended. Um, in <laughs> in the trailer, he did like seem just like a little off. Like he didn't seem. Yeah. He's all like cocky and just like I don't know why he would let Peter do that or help Peter that way. But who knows? Who knows? It could be. We don't know. Well, I guess we'll find out, but we'll find stay out tuned. Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> All right. Next on the movie news, Jack S4 and Top Gun Maverick have been delayed till February. I'm pretty sad about that. I was looking forward to Jack S4. Jack S4. I like the Jack S movies. They're pretty funny. What do you think is your favorite prank? The whole all squad, the... right? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. The they do part, pretty much. Except the for the part. one guy. I who died which there one was one is. guy that died and then one guy who they're like no you're not allowed because yeah you're drunk he's <laughs> drunk <laughs> yeah well pretty much he's drunk on set and like they tried no yeah. like bam margira that's his name he's the guy with the parents that they always prank i don't know what my favorite prank is i like uh a couple of the ones they did with bulls yeah i like um I'm, I know this one's memorable. Definitely not my favorite, where they put him in like a porta potty and like <laughs> slingshotted it. I didn't like that one because it was fucking gross. But I like always remember that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I think mine would be um, there's this prank where they have Wee Man and they tell him that they're throwing uh, cards into his butthole on a seat into his butt crack. 
and but instead the seat is actually an electric chair oh, i remember that and so as they're doing it we man's like oh fuck dude oh shit and then he's like he's like and then they think it, and then they're like laughing super hard and we man thinks it's a card throwing machine throwing cards in his butthole but he doesn't realize that it's just the electric chair he's like it's a card throwing machine man what the fuck there, dude Dude, I no way. There was one, and it was like this really elaborate prank where they so they told one guy he was pranking and he like dressed up as a terrorist. Yep. Do you remember that one? Air and taxi. He yep. was like he was getting driven to the the airport, but then like the driver was actually an actor as well. Yeah. So it was like a prank on that guy. Yeah. So that was a good one. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah. And um, they, doesn't he don't they kidnap him or something? <laughs> <laughs> they, they kidnap him and even yeah they kidnap him and put him in lock him in a car and they do fake gunshots and they yeah yeah it, it's it's terrible that yeah. was a good one though mm-hmm. it's a good one too because um no one really got hurt in that one i feel like they just beat the fuck out of each other half the time yeah yeah which is good yeah yeah uh next on the movie news sadly ed astner has died dies at the age of uh 91 he he lived a happy long life uh, i don't know if you know ed asner yeah I'm sure, up, right? up, yes he played yeah. he uh was the voice actor of carl no carl's yeah. a dog wait no 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 doug's a dog doug's carl's the old guy yeah carl's the old guy yeah what's the kid's name in that russell russell yeah Most russell fat kid russell i don't think he has westbrook a no westbrook is the the basketball <laughs> yeah guy. yeah russell russell little chubby asian guy yeah yeah uh, it's sad but i mean 91 is a ripe age mm-hmm. at least you have full life and he said he was happy so yeah yeah he also played uh santa and elf did you know that i didn't know that yeah but i didn't realize that either because he's got the big beard and everything but like, yeah yeah but the, it's too bad. Uh, he was like, obviously, he's a like a, up is like one of the greatest animated films of all time. Yeah, you know. So obviously, he's gonna have a big following because of that, and be honored very, very well and respectfully. But, but yeah, that's it for the movie news today. Let's begin by talking about the wow. departed, departed, wicked Tessa. <laughs> Wicked microprocessors. That's like the one thing that is that's the one line where it's like the thickest accent. What do you think? Yeah. What do you think is like the like the best line in this movie before we start? Oh, I like the one he, uh Jack Nicholson says right at the beginning. He's like, he's like, I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. <laughs> mine is that's a good one that is a good one that's like yeah that's like great writing that but mine is mark Wahlberg, where he goes really uh they're like doing the stakeout and one of the tech guy goes who the fuck are you and mark Wahlberg goes i'm the guy doing this job you must be or no what does he say he's like he's like you must be the other guy yeah you must be the other guy and then (laughs) i thought that was a great line that's pretty good It's, it's pretty smart too but um, yeah, so The Departed, directed by the great Martin Scorsese, written by William Monaghan, based on the film Infernal Affairs, uh, a foreign film actually from Japan, uh, stars Leonardo DiCaprio, Matt Damon, 
Mark Wahlberg, Vera Farmiga, Martin Sheen, Alec Baldwin, and Jack Nicholson. So this film was big guns. It is. It is a huge cast. That's what I love so much about this movie. You got a great director, some great writing, and just everything about this film is just good. There's like a solid. Everything is so solid. So the, the cast is just phenomenal, though. Yeah. So this film won four Oscars: best director, best screenplay, best picture, and best editing. So this film revolves around a crime action film about an undercover cop and a mole and the police attempting to identify each other while infiltrating an Irish gang in South Boston. So sneaky. Yeah. Martin Scorsese has said this is the first film he has ever done with a plot. And you can say this film's plot is pretty present throughout the movie and not it's it's very, very plot driven. This movie, you Mm -hmm. know, it, it revolves around these two opposite characters infiltrating each other and trying to find who is the mole it's very sneaky very very interesting ways of trying to hide and trying to not get caught and be be uh discovered as the rat and man oh man this this is a movie that this is just something else So, so what do you what were your initial thoughts when you watched this film what were if i want i want to know like because some people have, you know, things that they might not have liked about this movie. And I, I understand because it, it's very, the pacing is a little bit off at times, but tell me, tell me your thoughts. I want to hear. I don't know. I thought it was pretty Finish. good. I don't have, I don't have many complaints about it. I've, like we said, I only watched it once for mm-hmm. this podcast. So I was mm-hmm. trying to watch it very, very critically mm-hmm. as much of my movie uh, critic experience that I have, but yeah. Uh, I liked it. I liked the plot. I liked how um, kind of how the characters interacted with each other and how you can draw some similarities and some differences between the two main characters, Colin Sullivan and Billy Costigan, mm-hmm. Leo and Matt. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot to be said about that, I think. Yeah. Um, but overall, I definitely say it is a movie that I like. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I the reason I love this film so much is just because it, just the beginning is it gets you right drawn into it. It has that great song. I'm shipping up to Boston by dropkick Murphy's and where and it shows the title of the film, the deposit. Yeah. And when he's going to jail. Yeah. And I thought that I just think that's so cool. It sets up the film, the mood and the theme themes that are uh, present throughout this movie. And, and it's just, that's what I love so much about it. It's it really brings you into that feeling of the Boston, dirty Boston police department and how corrupt these cops are and corrupt everybody is. And that that's the yeah, thing about no this one's movie. to be trusted. Yeah. Who's the good guy? Who's that's the bad kind guy? of the theme of this film is even you it, it proves how the difference, as you said, states in in the beginning, what's the difference between when you're when you're faced with a loaded gun or if you're I'm, I'm trying to think of the quote it's like when yeah when you're faced with the loaded gun what's the difference because yeah because what is the difference we can if like you're good or bad if you're a cop or a if robber you die, you die yeah exactly and also the idea that cops are just as bad as robbers in a way because it, it's that it's that same idea you know you kill a person you kill a person yeah you know? no matter what your motive is 
it's still the same. You you have you're faced with yeah, you're you're facing off a loaded gun. And that's kind of the idea of this film. It's a mere reflection of <clears throat> these two um, areas in Boston and how they're so similar too. And that's, I think, a part of it. And that, and, and it says a lot too. Like you can see this in all society, and you can pay, compare this film to the way we view cops and, uh, you know, in, in America in general. You know, it, it kind of focuses. It, it deals with that at the beginning of the film too. You know, like some uh, where Mark Wahlberg is talking about just like some people just want to slam a beep to the ground. You know, it's like. Yeah. Or some cops just want to slam, yeah, like a, a black person to the ground. And, and but like, and that's that's the thing. Like, you know, you could either be a cop, you can appear to be a cop, and then you can actually want to be a cop. And yeah. that's that's the thing. There's so much uh, you know, idea of appearance versus reality, too, is in this film. You know, it seems like every cop in this movie, though, I think is just appearing to be a cop. They're is there a single cop in this movie that's just that seems like an like a true honest cop? I don't think so. Well, I thought that Mark Wahlberg was true and honest. I thought this I guess, yeah. Because I I think he was in all in all he was a good person. He had good intentions of making sure that people you know that the right people go to jail and that like frank costello is the bad guy and he gets what he, he deserves and he obviously uh discovers that colin sullivan he gets what he deserves he, he knows who that he is the rat and he kills him in the end yeah. and, and he saves a day you know because you don't want to end the film with the you know with the yeah, that's true. Maybe that's feeling. that's why he's the only one that that didn't really die. Yeah, he's the 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 most honest cop, the most honest person, I guess, in the movie, mm-hmm. not just cop. Yeah, and like even even like uh, just the fact that Alec Baldwin's character, um, I forget, not Dignam, uh, I forget his name. That's Mark uh, Mark Wahlberg's Dignam. Yeah, and uh, I have idea um yeah alec baldwin's character who was one of the leading cops uh ellerby ellerby i think i'm not sure how it's pronounced but he was even he, the fact that he was friends with matt damon's character uh colin sullivan and like close with him just makes you feel off it's like is he even like you know the fact that he's a, he doesn't see anything bad about uh yeah he's like off-putting almost because there is you can you can tell as an audience member that there is something off with him he's he's too snarky he's he's too yeah he is being a little sneaky all the time like when he when he puts the guy in the interrogation room and like turns the camera off and gives him the phone the the other guys are like is he allowed to do that and they're like (laughs) i don't know he's the boss yeah he just did yeah and then yeah how do you like the Oh, what was I going to say? So in each film, there's like a theme that follows the movies and, and the, the mood and the feeling. So how do you like that? That Boston feel to this film? You know, when you watch like an Italian mobster movie. Oh, yeah. Martin Italian, Scorsese like, is good at, at yeah. making everyone really capturing that dirty, 
no one's to be trusted feeling in all his movies. Mm-hmm. And I think he does it really well in this one. Like, like we were saying, like it's difficult to decide who who's the true good guy and who's the true bad guy in this movie of all the mm-hmm. main characters and just everything that happens in the movie, even like the set, all the settings in the movie, like from the police department, it's always crowded and everyone's kind of kind of looking around at each other, all suspicious. Like no one even trusts anyone in their own workplace. Same with in the like the the Irish American gang, like mm-hmm. at any second Costello could just decide he wants to kill someone or someone could decide they want to kill someone else. Yeah. yeah. And then even like uh, Billy too, when he even though he's technically a, a good cop infiltrating the gang, like at the, at one scene in the beginning, a guy goes to like pull out his his phone or something and he just starts beating the shit out yeah. of the guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I know. It's you can we we can talk about the two characters, Billy uh Billy Costigan and uh Colin Sullivan because they're very very interesting characters in this movie. Yes, they're very similar but they're also different. Yeah. Well, they're yeah. made to be different, but they're more similar than they may originally appear. Yeah, but I love that because they're meant to be yeah, exactly. They're meant to be similar but they are very different and they're very different characters living very different lifestyles, very, very different lifestyles, but they should be living the opposite lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? And that's, what's so awesome about this movie. It just mirrors each other and goes opposite right on you. But if we're going to talk about the characters, I think we should start off with Billy Costigan and how uh, they, they, his character is living probably the shittiest life a person can a person can live in boston you know and you know i mean because the steel he he goes through his entire family is dead pretty much yeah he has no family whatsoever exactly and he's living and he's he's a mole in the um he's a rat in um he's not his identity yeah exactly he doesn't even have an identity but he's a rat in the in frank costello's gang and he's just he he knows he can be killed any second and they're trying to find a rat and he lives a life that is just so stressful and he talks to madeline uh vera formiga's character about just how he like thought he almost had a heart attack we had a panic attack and it was just it was awful and you feel terrible for him and they have that moment in the film where they're just trying to where they're just seeing like the awful toll that this has on him and how and um Leonardo DiCaprio has a really good performance like he can really he really encapsulates the feeling of like you're trapped like what are you supposed to do I know He, he has nothing like he can't do anything like I think he the fact that he has pretty much no life outside of this, he has no family, makes him want pushes him. He's just like, fuck it. I I have nothing like left in me. Like I have no self-esteem. I have nothing to work for in life. I'm gonna fucking take down this this gang and serve my I guess serve my country and live like a yeah. decent life other than like my other family. That that's what I thought his character would have thought is like. I'm going to do what my family never did. And that's kind of what he's saying at the beginning, right? Yeah. When he's like in the, they're like, why do you want to be a police officer? Like you're a, what do they call them? Um, like a bookie. 
Southies or something, or yeah, like Streeties. Yeah, so Southies something, something like, like that. Yeah, you're from like, Southie Boston. Southie is like yeah. a part of Boston that's just very the crappy part of yeah. Boston. They're like, they're like you can't be a cop. Like, why do you want to do that? And he's like, well, I want to. Like he has really good intentions at the start, and then the, they kind of go off the rails as the movie. Yeah, it becomes it becomes less about proving that he can be good and more just about surviving, saving himself. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And he goes through a very, very just tough situation in his life. And, and Leonardo DiCaprio is just a great performer too. He's good at he's convincing. He seems very, very realistic. And this is, I think, one of his best performances of all time. Uh, I think Matt Damon's also a great character. He's one of the most, I, I hate him in this movie. You know, you hate He's him. very condescending. Yeah, he is just a total asshole in this movie. He's not, because what I love so much about this character, I don't want to say I love him because he's terrible, but is the fact that, you actually hate him where as villains that we say are the best villains are villains. We like, you're not supposed to like a villain, you know, when pe- people true. are like, people are always just like, Oh yeah, no, the best villain is uh, Heath, Ledger, Heath Ledger's Joker, but you love Heath Ledger's Joker though. You think he's a great character. You, you love his character. And what's same with like Darth Vader or, uh, you know, the characters like that. But if you find a character that you despise like if you like you don't like at all a villain then that's that's them doing a good job and that's me with colin sullivan because i absolutely hate him because he's fucking evil he's a liar he's he's just nothing good about him and he's a real character too he's a he's a real human being he could be somebody's like he could he's just a regular guy when you see the streets but he's like He's not. Whereas Frank Costello's got, he's all, he's very flamboyant and uh, he does all, he's all this artist and, and uh, huge personality in this movie. He's Jack Nicholson. So that's why you kind of like Frank Costello is like, cause yeah. he's, he's a very funny he's t- sometimes at times character that's um, has these weird ticks kind of, but that that's the reason why people like him so much is, but like, Colin is just yeah. regular. There's nothing redeeming about there Colin Sullivan. There you go. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. And I like how he, but I like the fact that he's impotent though. He's like, that was, that was Matt Damon's idea. Yeah. Yeah. Add that. Mm-hmm. And, and that's like, I think that's smart though for his character to, you know, because he's a little rat. He's not a, <laughs> he's not, he's not boss enough. To, yeah to, to be settle able to the have, sheets yeah yeah be yeah be good in the sheets he's yeah. a little stinky little greasy rat who can't <laughs> even nut <laughs> yeah exactly um but yeah and that's why you love that's like what i love about the departed man it's it's that's what i, I love so much how did you like the ending though it was pretty wild I, like so who dies first? First Costello dies. Costello died. I kind of figured he was gonna die. Did you think that he was an FBI informant? What do you like before they originally said it? Yeah. Or no. like something bad? Like, did you think he was like gonna plot twist 
No, I didn't. I didn't see that coming. That literally everyone's a rat. Even the the guy that was already a bad guy gets even worse, and then they find out he's also a rat. Well, you find out you find out as well. Um, uh, Delahunt, who was the guy that gets killed at the at the building, like at the very beginning, and he gets shot in the chest, and it's like right before where Billy's late. And he's like, "You're fucking late." you know that part like yeah. in the movie um Della Hunt is the guy that gets shot and he's like Billy come over here Billy yeah. you're guy. right he was he was a cop they find yeah. out later so <laughs> it's just... that's why I didn't tell anyone <laughs> exactly yeah but but yeah so that but that final scene though is intense as fuck it yeah. is crazy yeah, so I, I didn't. I I kind of figured that Costello would get killed. Mm-hmm. I I didn't think that Colin Sullivan was going to be the one that that pulled the trigger and killed him. I thought my guess was that um, Leonardo DiCaprio was just going to snap and just shoot him in the face at like the worst possible time. Yeah, that was my guess. That would have been pretty sick. Then, pretty yeah. then there's the whole thing where. Billy Koskin's like, I want my identity back, but then he sees the notes on the desk, so he realizes that uh, Colin Sullivan's the rat, and then yeah. they have to meet on the roof, right? I figured, uh, like, when they met on the roof, I was like, there's no way both of them are, are making it out of this. I didn't know <laughs> who, but it took me by surprise, like, the elevator opens, then he just instantly takes a bullet to the head. Like, it, it was kind of anticlimactic, how that's, like, the main character of the whole movie, like he's been going through all these struggles. I guess it really even more encapsulates like the gritty feeling of the movie. It's like there there is no happy ending. He he suffered all this time, and then when he's finally going to be free, he just gets shot in the face. You know what? That whole Go scene, ahead, like man. three people die. Yeah. Who else dies? The uh, the other rat, Anthony Anderson. Yeah. Yeah, and then Anthony Anderson, who was literally just a regular cop. I guess he was like a good cop as yeah, well. Yeah, he had good intentions. Yeah. yeah. He was, didn't have as big of a role, though. Yeah. And um, then... Uh, I, did, I also didn't see it coming when... Uh, what's his name? Marky Mark's character. What's his name? Uh, Dignum. When Dignum shoots Sullivan at the end. Yeah. Something interesting in that scene. At the beginning of the movie, Costello gives him some groceries. And at the end, when he's shot, he's holding groceries and he drops them. It really goes full circle. Bro, I didn't even notice that. Fun fact. Also, every time a character is killed in the movie, there's an X on screen somewhere. Oh, I know that. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy, though. It's awesome. That's just awesome directing, though. Yeah. Yeah. But I have something that I don't know if you'll know. If I, this is, I don't know if, yeah, I, I, I did think this. Yeah. Um, I thought that the baby that Madeline has. Oh, that it 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 was actually Billy's kid. I was thinking that as well. Yeah. I kind of wish they gave a little bit more either way. Maybe it could have been over the top that she was um, like really crying at Billy's funeral. Maybe that could have been a little bit more of a hint. And also he also Colin asks, what about the baby? And she just walks. Yeah. So. That could be a sign, a symbol of like, no, it's not your kid. It's like, 
Yeah. So, and that's what I thought. That's, I think it's, I think it's his kid. So that's the thing. His legacy lives on in a way, Billy's legacy, and it'll continue with Madeline. And that's what I like to assume. It's that it's his kid. And so also Madeline is known to lie. So she, everyone's a liar. I know, but she says like, she states, she's like, I lie. Yeah, I would lie. And like, she lies to like uh, Colin too as well. And she even says like, and I thought I was a liar when like, she finds out that. uh, Well, she she also cheated on him. All right. Here you go. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Even better. Yeah. Kind of in the height of their relationship too. It was like, because instead of getting a little rocky at the end, I feel like uh, it was not necessary for her to do that yeah. <laughs> when it when she did. Her husband's not doing it, helping, or her boyfriend's yeah. not helping her in the bed, so she's got to find yeah. someone. So her <laughs> ex patient, yeah, her ex patient. That's like who's terrible. like fucking crazy. I- no, this and guy's like, and like, she's like he's like out. asking for drugs and from her and like talking he's, about his panic attacks. He's, he's like, like, I'm gonna put a oh bullet my... in my skull. And, then, she's and like... then, yeah, I know. And then this guy shows up at her house out of nowhere, and she's like, oh "My God, you're so hot!" And then like <laughs> has sex with him. Like, yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't know. You you kind of you're like happy-ish, like that she's like with the good guy and not the bad guy. So. But still, it's bad intentions all in all. Yes. Yeah. It's do you think this is uh have you seen any other Scorsese films? I'm not sure. So I haven't seen a lot of, have you a lot seen of mob films. Wolf of Wall Street is Scorsese. Okay. Shutter yes, Island is also that. Scorsese. Okay, um, then I guess I have seen more of his movies. Um have you seen Goodfellas? No. How about Taxi Driver? Nah. Raging Bull? No. <laughs> Maybe I've just seen those like other two. Um, he's also the Irishman. Nah. No. I heard that the, was good. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Yeah. But the Departed is uh another it's a Scorsese classic though. So Departed. Departed. Yeah. It's it is, yeah. I think it. I think it's Scorsese's best film that, in personally, and, yeah. And again, that's just my perspective because I, I just love this. It was one of the first films I ever saw. That I don't know. It, it made me look at film a different way. That's that's another reason. Yeah. It's like one I, thing I, I noticed is that there's music playing for almost the entire movie. Mm-hmm. It's very rare occurrences when there's no music playing at all in the background like kind of interesting yeah well they have um they have like lots of like um trying to think rolling stones is like playing at the beginning yeah and they'll have like some like tango music like it'll be like yeah yeah there's very few scenes where there's actually no music at all in the background Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, but I, I like that though. I, I like that. Yeah, a little interesting. Yeah, it's it's a Scorsese thing though. If you've seen more of his movie, if you watch like Goodfellas Casino, a lot of his movies has like classic music, like good like rock and roll, and and yeah. especially Goodfellas. Goodfellas is known for that. But there's I love that scene. Excuse me, and the part where 
Um, where Scorsese is, or um, Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> takes like the coat hanger and starts like stabbing the guy like that, like crazy. Oh, yeah. Like that scene, and it has the song "Nobody But Me" for you know the Office uh, episode with um, where they have the lip dub and they're like, "No, no, 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 yeah, no, 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 yeah." That song, I love that scene in that movie. I think it's so cool. It's just so sick. But yeah, um, anything else to add on the departed? Uh, I don't think so. I think we covered most of it. Some yeah, of the, some of the themes, some of the yeah. characters. Yeah, we got a little, we got a little, little bit of going yeah. here. Yeah, uh, I gotta ask. I have a question. Let's hear for you. Let's hear. Who it. do you think had the best performance in this movie? Leonardo DiCaprio, he depicted the most realistic uh, version of a, you know, a, a addict, a loner, and just a, like, a sad, like, panicked, nervous person that is yeah. dealing with the most trauma, and it seemed believable. It seemed like a shitty life, and he was living a shitty life, and it's Leonardo DiCaprio, so you can't that's, go wrong. With that's who I was thinking as well yeah. for... The yeah. same reasons, but I also like Mark Wahlberg's performance as well. That's another thing. I, I think he's funny. Mark Mark, yeah, it, it is Mark. Really funny. A true Bostonian. He is a true. So is Matt Damon. Matt Damon's also a true Bostonian. Yeah. And uh, Maki Mark, he does he's some great lines in this movie. I'm trying to think of. There's a couple other good lines in this movie that I love. It's like rise fat, rise faster than a sixth grade's dick. That's a good one. Or. Um, <laughs> What is it? What does he say? He's like, I know what you are, and I know what you're not, and you're no fucking cop. That's a, <laughs> a pretty good. Uh, that's a very good impression. Yeah. Um. He's like, Hey, I'm the best friend you have on the face of this earth, and I'm gonna tell you something. Or I think that is the line. You're no fucking cop. Or, uh, no fucking cop. He's like. You'll have no idea, or, or uh, let's leave it at you have no idea. Leave it at that. Zip, none. And then, and then Leonardo DiCaprio has like they have those great arguments against each other. It's just yeah. awesome. Yeah. Another, yeah, but oh yeah, it, I would say that's my favorite character in the in the film is definitely Leo. But Marky Mark is pretty awesome in it too. Yeah. Yeah. Fun facts. Fun facts. All right. Uh. Martin Scorsese really wanted Al Pacino for the role of Costello because he had never worked with Pacino before, but he turned it down. Jack Nicholson was Scorsese's second choice. Pacino would later go to appear. Scorsese's turned the down Irishman. The Departed, but Al Pacino, yeah, he weird. was in Jack and Jill. <laughs> that's a little weird. That's the that's the reason why I think you know the you know like the De Niro versus Pacino t- sort yeah. of thing, yeah. That's the reason my dad and I both like uh, De Niro better is because De Niro picks better roles than Pacino. He wasn't in Jack and Jill. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't decide to do Jack and Jill, but he did decide to do Dirty Grandpa. And uh, <laughs> that's and, true. And what other comedy was he in? I think that was pretty stupid. Oh, the War with Grandpa. <laughs> <It's too early. laughs> I was in all the Grandpa movies. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh yeah. He's also. In- also, he wanted Brad Pitt 
to be yeah. Sullivan and Tom Cruise to be Billy. What, I do not think like? Tom Cruise. I think Brad Pitt could have fit. He could have been kind of like a sneaky little asshole character you don't like. I think he can fit that. I could not see Tom Cruise being nearly as good as Leonardo DiCaprio as Billy. Mm-hmm. I think Tom I, Cruise it would is a have little, been a completely different film, though. That's a I, bit. I, I, I don't think Tom Cruise can be as like nervous and like freaking out as much. I feel like he's always kind of he's cool and more macho. Movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, he has done roles where he's like a nervous. Have you seen Jerry Maguire? Yeah, but even in that, he's still a little more, a little more pretty, smooth. And yeah, like, like Leonardo DiCaprio at points in this movie, he's like, he's like fucking lost it. He's like, I'm gonna kill myself. I have nothing I to do. I can't yeah. picture Tom Cruise being like, like, what if I'm not joking? What if I'm gonna put a fucking bullet in my skull? Yeah, like, I don't know. Uh, I, can, say, I can't yeah, see it. Tom Cruise. I'm trying to think. Yeah, he's I also like see. five foot two, I, <laughs> and and he like, he like beats looking the shit up. out of people. Yeah, I don't know. He does that in lots of movies. So. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Unrealistic. But, mm-hmm. uh, Mark Wahlberg easily fell back onto his native accent. Uh, Martin Scorsese joked, "It was so thick, they need subtitles." I think that. It's pretty funny though. Mac, Macky Mac, Mac, Mac Wahlberg, Wahlberg. Hey, dog, Donnie, <laughs> Donnie, how's it going? Let's go get a cheeseburger. Um, originally, Jack Nicholson turned down his role in the movie, but after meeting with Martin Scorsese, William Monaghan, and Leo DiCaprio, he was finally convinced to. Uh, finally convinced to play the role of Frank Costello. The main reason he joined the production was because he had previously done a few comedies and wanted to play a villain again. And he considered the character of Costello weird. to be the ultimate incarnation of evil. Yeah, right I don't there. know about the ultimate incarnation of evil, but he is a good villain. I, I watched The Shining for the first time recently. Oh, really? And I think Jack Nicholson is a very good face actor. He's well. He's very. He, he's very. He brings his very expressive yeah. face. Yeah. Like I there's know. a scene in The Shining where he's like drinking at the bar and he's like talking to the. I don't know if he's have you seen it. Yeah. He's oh, like yeah, talking to the fake it. bartender, and I I think that scene's really uh, well, if, shows yeah. that off too. Even if you've seen like Batman, he's like as a joke. Yeah. He's pretty good. Like I like him in that as well. He's very like yeah. Very himself though too. His he he has a quite a big personality. You know, he's like he calls himself yeah. the coolest guy in Hollywood, which yeah, yeah, you know. And he's always at the Laker games, and you see him. And yeah, he's like, yeah. The- no Celtics merch allowed in this movie. <laughs> no Boston Celtics anywhere in this movie because Jack Nicholson said, "I'm not going to do it." If he said, "You're not allowed to put any Boston Celtics because I like the Lakers too much." And he also he also wore his New York Yankees hat in this movie when everyone else it was like a scene where they're in a car and everyone else wearing a Red Sox hat and he's still wearing his Yankees hat because he refused to wear a Red Sox hat. Yeah. Oh man. Also, let's see. Last fun fact: when Frank walks off with the Angel Kids, uh, where he's like. I'll be off. I got a date with some angels, something like that. One of that line. And then uh, 
the yacht in the background of that scene is the same yacht Jordan Belford, Leonardo DiCaprio's character, yeah. owns in The Wolf of Wall Street. Wow. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Yeah. All right. To end it off for today, top three Leonardo DiCaprio films of all time. All right. I'm going to have to say uh, Wolf of Wall Street, Django Unchained, even though it's not really a Leonardo DiCaprio movie, but I really like that movie. And then I I guess you could put this or Shutter Island. I would, I would consider them interchangeable in my list, yeah. but I, I like them both. They both have Leonardo DiCaprio being a little kooky crazy in both of them. He's pretty crazy in yeah, Shutter Island. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Top three Leo movies. Number three, The Wolf of Wall Street. Because people talk about this film being that, like, yeah, make fun of people who, like, say this is their favorite movie because it's like, oh, fanboy, like, that fan, like, it's like the people that want to, like, oh, I want to be just like Jordan Belford. Like, (laughs) they completely don't realize that he's fucking horrible. And, (laughs) and yeah, he's not even that, like, He's lost like all of his money as well. Like he, he he literally beats the shit out of his wife. I know at one point in the movie. I know, and yeah, that's the thing about like people in Hollywood and like shit, like famous people is like they just get they like get off the hook for so much shit. Yeah, like yeah. So and like Jordan Belfort has TikTok and he like just reacts. Yeah, to I've stupid seen videos. That. He's like, He's like, this was actually true. <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> I actually took a bunch of opioids and and fucking suck my wife's toes. Yeah, <laughs> or the I love when he were like some like f boy will be on TikTok and they'll be like they'll like be like yo imagine I looked into the camera like this and then Jordan Belfort it'll be a stitchy he'd be like if somebody looked at me like that in the camera I'd throw up and roll over like a dog is <laughs> and I'd sell him a pen. <laughs> sell me this pen that's how i made my fortune that's how i got my money and you can too he like does that stupid shit like he's just like yeah yeah i could go on about how now terrible of a person he he is but he does give off a good performance in the film you hate you don't like him in the movie because of how much he is number two the basketball diaries i don't know if you've seen this movie it's a i'm not it's a good film. It's a about uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character. Mark Wahlberg's also in it too, and they're teenagers. In Maki Mock. Maki Mock. It's when he was Maki Mock and the Funky Bunch. Maki Mock and the Funky Bunch. Yeah. Um, and then the basketball does he do, any, does he do any rapping in the movie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, he starts. He does not. Um, he has kind of a bull cut in this movie. Actually, he's got like a little funny haircut. But um, Basketball Diaries is about uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Mark Wahlberg on, on a basketball team, a bunch of players, and they all end up getting addicted to heroin. And it's kind of, but it's kind of like. <laughs> that took a turn. <laughs> it did. But it, it's, it is a, like, a, it, it's more about kind of like just the life of like a, how somebody like goes, gets addicted to, has a, has yeah. an addiction problem. And, it's really interesting and leo gives a really good performance and it's it's really sad too but it's um really believable believable in a a good story you know 
Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then number one is The Departed because Leo is great in this film. Love that guy. Ryan's top one film of all time. Yeah. Yeah. It is. And what, what would you say your favorite movie of all time is? I don't know. There's there's too many movies I like. Uh, it is a tough question. Like nobody really has maybe like movie. maybe like a Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah, he's probably my favorite. Even though it's like really uh, it's yeah. like oh you like Quentin Tarantino, but I don't I don't know which one. Fucking hate. I, I like I like Django on Unchained. Did you I just like, watch that? Cool? Like, no. Oh, he uh, just watched it. Apparently, I've too. seen it like a million times. Oh yeah. Uh, I like Kill Bill and I like Pulp Fiction. Those are probably like my top three Quentin Tarantino movies. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. one of those. There are all of his movies are good. Like, there's not one that's like. I actually really like uh, Good Time. After we talked about it, it made me like it more. After we did the, yeah. the podcast for that's it. what happens to me though. I'll be like thinking of a movie and just like thinking about how good it is and then i'll be like damn i like that movie even more that was like in interstellar for me have you yeah. seen interstellar like i no, didn't like it I at haven't. the beginning and i was like it's okay yeah and then i was like damn that's actually a really good movie it's like and i thought about it more and i was like i like fight good. club as well you gotta do a fight club podcast oh i, lo- I like fight club i love fight club that's a it's a great film yeah but yeah all right. I think that sums it up for today's episode. Nathan, thank you so much for joining me, talking about my favorite movie of all time. It's a pleasure it's been, as usual. Oh, it's been a pleasure for me too. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. You can check out the podcast on Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. And the name of there will be Movie Reviews. I can, I'm also on YouTube and uh, Instagram where you can check out uh latest updates for the new podcast coming out so but yeah make sure to check those out thank you guys so much for listening and stay tuned for the next episode next week uh, that'll be out next friday but uh but yeah all right see you guys thank you so much nate see ya